I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she tryna grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's a ruba. I realized I had to go. What's up, family? Welcome back to episode 193 of Psychotic and Iconic Policy along with my co-host Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Wow. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. I don't really bro. have much to say because we got the ass of Super Bowl <laughs> in history. Well, no, we got a lot to talk about because Phil brought to my attention we were both wrong on the games. <laughs> I was like, damn, we are. We were what was I? I mean... We were fucking 0-2, bro, and that is absolutely We should have been. We should have been one I should have been 1-1. One one. That's a disgrace. Well, well, here's the thing. I didn't post my predictions because every time I post it on there, the team gets blown I out. Got, oh, well, here's the thing. I made a uh, a Dan Campbell clip, and then and down look what happened. the Lions. Exactly, bro. I, it, you put the hex on. It's kind of weird how it's been working out like that. We haven't posted. I a picked winner. Green Bay, Yeah. Uh, but I post the real about the Chiefs. The Chiefs smoke them. I mean, about the Dolphins, the Chiefs smoke them. But yo, you know what chats my ass? The, 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 the funniest one is when the the Niners played the Vikings. I forget what a week it was. It was back uh, in the yeah. regular season. The Vikings beat the Niners, bro, right? And that I was think, your lock of the yo, week. Yeah, and this is when the Niners were on a, th- uh, uh, on, on a two-game losing streak. I was like, there's no way in hell they're losing three. They right? lost to Cleveland. And then they lost to uh, um, I forget who it was. I, I forget. Uh, but then they, but then they they, uh, they played the Vikings and they lost. And I posted a clip saying that you know that was my lock of the week, and they fucking lost, dude. Right? It was regular behavior. Then it was another game where I took the Chiefs over. Uh, it was it was probably one of the worst teams in the league. I forget who it was. Who who, who did they play? Who? The Chiefs. They the lost Broncos. To, yeah, they lost to the fucking Broncos. I said the Chiefs were a lock of the week. Here it is. I post it. And then it was it, it just didn't age well. It just didn't age well. Speaking man. of that, speaking of that upset, the Chiefs upset the Ravens 17 to 10. Let's go into it for the uh AFC, AFC championship. Um, what went wrong for the Ravens here? Because this was I, I mean, this game, I thought this game was gonna be awesome. This game was ass. Yeah, it was me. it was so boring, dude. Yeah. It was just not a way to start off the week. It's not a Josh Allen game, bro. You know what I mean? I know. Where was he this weekend? I didn't see him. Well, he was on the I ain't seen him. I ain't seen him since what? 2020? Uh, that's all right. You yeah, know what? Because you know what's the funny part is? Mm-hmm. Well, no, we'll get to it later. Go ahead. I, I have a lot to say on that. But, all right, go ahead. Um, I want to see. I want to hear it. What went wrong for the Ravens? Bro, they got outclassed. What were they doing, dude? I mean, the score... The score was seventeen to seven, and it still it still felt like they were miles behind. It felt like it was thirty one nothing. It felt like yeah, the the game was out of reach. I never felt like the Ravens were coming back and winning this game. Nope. Even when it was seventeen to to seven, I I just didn't feel like the Ravens had any type of uh, juice in the tank. It, It it felt like the Chiefs answered the bell. Their defense is outstanding. We've been saying it all year. I've been saying it all year. The Chiefs' defense is for real. I had them in fantasy. That's how I knew. And I that's said, how I knew they were. Cooking. And I said that that money that that's that's their defense is probably their, their their best unit. And when you got that, and you got Patrick Mahomes, and you got Andy Reid on the offensive side, along with Travis Kelsey, that's a great combination to go in any into anybody's building, regardless of the seed, and take them out. And that's exactly what they did. I feel like for me, the the like you said, Spags just had. A, a master game plan. And then I feel like Lamar, Lamar though, he almost gave them what they wanted. He wasn't running around and doing crazy shit. He tried to do it from the pocket. It's like, bro, that's not your game. Right. It's not. And it sucks because I was rooting like crazy for Lamar. I mean, you were even rooting for him yeah, because of, you know, sure, absolutely. Chiefs. But the thing for me that was so impressive, I knew on that first drive when they went right down the field, I'm like, oh my God. And then you got Kelsey going crazy. Then, like, Mahomes got that one hit where he flipped it up to Kelsey, and Kelsey reached out and dove and caught it. Kelsey had the first touchdown over Kyle Hamilton, and I'm just like, man, the Chiefs are back. 
Yeah. Like, here they are. Here they go. And then it's like, you know, I was saying before, I was like, yo, Kelsey looks washed. Then all of a sudden, the playoffs come around and the switch gets flipped. They look like the Warriors. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to say he was washed. I was worried about that. because He I felt did like, look like it, he though. Did, he did. No, he did. He In looked fairness, washed, he did. dude. He looked old. He did. I was just nervous to say it because... I don't really care. Yeah. But I, I I'm was... just like, when I see that, man, it just, it sucks. And like, I felt so bad for Lamar because I feel like Lamar became the MVP late in the year, especially after he smoked the Niners. And I know there was a bunch of different angles for it, like saying, should he be the runaway MVP? Should he be unanimous MVP? Or some people were saying, and then you had others like Richard Sherman and everything saying the stats don't support it, which is true. But I feel like, that loss in the fashion that it happened is similar to Dak. Though, like they had great regular season performances, and they're going to be not totally forgotten, but pretty much, especially Dak's definitely will because he's mm-hmm. not going to win MVP. Agreed. But those seasons now are just kind of, kind of be like, all right, whatever. They're good regular season quarterbacks. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I feel I'm like it really sucks. I feel bad for Lamar because he had an awesome season. He was healthy all 17 games. He lived up to the contract, and then he got to the AFC chip game, and he just he blew it, man, because that, that loss was on him. He just he wasn't sharp at all. He They, they looked punk, punked. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It didn't look like they had any control of the game at all. I, I just – there was never a pivot point where, you know, it felt like the Ravens were just – they just needed to play. They needed somebody to make a big play, and it just it just never happened. Well, you um, had Odell. He caught a three-yard pass, and he got up and started pumping his chest. Well, he was here's the thing. The Zay Flowers play changed the whole dynamic of the game. I will say this. When Zay Flowers caught that first touchdown, I was like, oh, we're here. I was like, let's oh, yeah, go. I was sure. like, here we go. Like, yeah. I was so hyped because I'm like, all right, Lamar's got the confidence now. He burned them deep. It's going to open up the field. Right. And then after that, Spags just completely neutralized. It was a total shutdown. Yeah. And, he did that and, and dumb with, shit with the taunting, though. Say flowers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that then, was another one. That's too. what you were just saying. Yeah. 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 I mean, but he's made some bonehead plays. Eh? But I mean, you look. should be allowed to taunt. Joe Burrow said that you should be allowed to taunt, bro. That's, that's I'm, it's I'm emotional. With it. I'm with it, man. It's a big game. It's an AFC championship game. I'm home and like I'm a rookie. This is what I dream of my whole entire life. Right. And now you're telling me I have to damper my excitement. I, I, it's hard to do because it's an emotional game. You work hard to get to that point, man. That's a, that's a hard level to get to. That's what I'm saying. Dude. No, but from like, my point of view, they already know the rules, right? They know that they can't taunt, and he does it anyway. He cost his team. That, that was a dumb fucking it was, decision. Oh, yeah. It was. Stupid. It was stupid. I yeah. hate that. But yeah, but as a ref, I don't know if I'm going to call it, though, man. I, I, I think they're all subjective. It is, but he was, I mean, he was standing over him. He did it, and he didn't get fucking flagged. So it's all subjective. He was standing over him, flexing. So, like, his was, like, a little more in-depth. Sure. But, like, as as Phil was just saying, like, you're a fucking idiot. You know the rules. Right. Don't do it. But I'm just saying on the flip side, you should be allowed to taunt. Right. Like, that is part of the game. I like the trash talk. I like that. That's emotions. That's that's all part of the game. But, Phil, you have no idea, bro. Like, when you make a big play, like, even when you're playing rec ball with your boys, bro, you make a big play. You're fucking catching a ball deep or you mock Remember when we were playing flag football? Yeah, right? And And I tore dude's hand. That's what I'm saying. Like, or, like, you make a big (laughs) play, bro, and you just, like, you're just, like, your emotions just pour out of you, yeah. and, and, and you don't even mean to. You just kind of black out for like the five seconds that you're and celebrating. And the track goes missing. Yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's cap, I'm dipping, right? <laughs> so the thing is, it's like, yeah, like it, those are hard to control, dude. So like I hate that kind of – I hate that penalty to be called on that. And it's it just – to me, I think the, the penalty didn't have to be called. Mm-hmm. Like, it just didn't. Like, a warning. It's yeah, a warning. But you know, um, I, I I just I I feel like that's some bullshit cupcake shit. Like I just I think it's corny. Okay. It's almost like celebrating. It's almost like scoring a touchdown and and getting flagged for celebrations. That's what I'm saying. It sucks. It's dude. stupid. Well, karma bit him in the ass too because when when the uh, fucking fumbled. Yeah, yeah he, he, he then, fumbled then, then right. Then right that was that was game would have been what seventeen fourteen. That's uh, a brand yeah. new game. Oh yeah, seventeen fourteen. If it's seventeen fourteen. That's when people start getting tight. Sure. You don't know, dude. Yeah. You force a throw here, you fumble. Turnovers I, happen. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, man. Ass. But then by the same token, like, do you think that this game had any impact on Mahomes' legacy? Or do you think that, like, because if it was, I feel like if it was 17 you know, one way or the other. But do you think at this, at 17-7 or 17-10, it had anything to do to impact them? Dude, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, if it, it kind of felt like like after the first drive, right? 
it felt like Mahomes was supposed to win this game. It, like that quickly. I know. Because when they went down and scored, it was like, oh, this is the Chiefs team for real. Like they're not the same old bullshit regular season Chiefs. Yeah. They turn it up in the playoffs and they are here for a reason. Like they're a championship caliber team. So when they punched them in the face the, on that on that opening drive, that changed the whole dynamic of the game. Real fast, I want to ask something. Do you think Odell set the tone? Because I made the joke about Odell with on the three yard catch. Do you think he goes back there next year? I don't think there's a shot in hell. What what am I going to pay him? And what production am I going to get out of? I mean, this measly ass production. Yeah. I, the Ravens need a big time wide. They need receiver. a T Higgins. They need a T Higgins. They need like a, like an AJ Brown type of guy. Like they need somebody who can go get the football. Um, because they have Zay Flowers. I love. I love that, bro. I and you got really Andrews. Good. You got Andrews. You got likely. Right. Yeah. If you run two tight end sets, like I think that's hey, even though dude threw his hand up when he was guarded by three people. Bro. Sure. And then you know. I, <laughs> I feel like the Ravens might need a consistent running back, but they do, I kind of don't mind their tandem with Gus Edwards. I just feel like they they missed a speedy back. Yeah. Like a Keaton Mitchell. Like he was awesome for him. And then he got hurt. And then he got hurt, right? So if they can get a speedy back that can kind of counter with Lamar, now it's like that's hard to, you know, to defend. You got you got you got to take account for the speed of the running back and you got Lamar who who everybody calls a running back, but can also throw. What do you think? So, oh, speaking of that, dude, how awesome was the play where he threw it, it bounced up in the air, he caught it, and then ran? That was cool as shit. That was fire. It was. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I started seeing the memes of uh, Giselle saying, um, yeah. my husband can't catch and, and throw the ball at the same time or something, right? Like, or Do something. you think this was more <laughs> of like, do you think this was more for, this is going to, whose legacy do you think this game affected more? Lamar's or Mahomes? Because like, I don't think it really did anything for Mahomes. I feel like for Mahomes, it was just like, all right, this is kind of who Mahomes is. Don't yeah. like it's time to stop. It's time to put him in that category where it's like, if he's ever an underdog, I'm betting him. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he's an underdog in the in the, in Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. And we're gonna get to that. Right. And we'll talk about that later. Right. But whenever he's an underdog, it's kind of like, why would you not do that? Like to me, he's in that territory. Absolutely. But, but for Lamar, I feel like Lamar, if he won. Everybody would have stopped the he can't win in uh, the playoffs. Right. Like you texted me when that happened, January football. That was the first text message I got. <laughs> um, but I feel like if he would have, if he, but since he lost and in the fashion that he lost, it's yeah. back to it was terrible. Nobody's ever going to believe he can win until he actually does right. it. And everybody's just going to call him a, a regular season quarterback. So where do you stand on that? Like, like I've been saying, January football, dude. Like I have to see it in the playoffs. Like, we see Lamar play at an MVP level towards the end of the season. We see Lamar go to San Francisco and blow out the fucking 49ers, right? Then he comes back home. The Chiefs didn't even score in the second half, and he still lost at home. And they only scored 17 points. We're only going to score 17 I was just, points. Yo, I, was just, I was just thinking of that. I was just yeah. thinking of that. So think about that. And then Brady got his teeth kicked in. Right. Right. That was when I hated Brady, too. Right. But at the same time, not to switch the subject here, but right. they only scored 17 points, and they didn't even score in the second half, and they lost. Lamar was home. This is the runaway MVP. This I is – this is of course, this affects him more than anything. What's he, 2-4 and four in the playoffs now? That's right? what I'm saying. These MVPs don't mean shit, bro. They mean absolutely nothing. When you tell me, oh, he's got two MVPs, this guy doesn't have any, I don't give a fuck. I, I would, I personally, I still would take Josh Allen over Lamar Jackson. And it's not close to me because when, when the Bills play the Chiefs, you know you're getting a dogfight. When I watched this game, this game was anything but a dogfight. It lost by seven points. Dude, Mahomes was cruising through this game. He had no pressure. In the third quarter, he was smiling. They knew they won this game. Yeah. It was over. I know. They knew this. So, like, but when he was playing Josh Allen, he's a little bit more serious. I, I don't know. Oh, that's a fact. I can't tell that. Because Josh Allen ain't putting up no 10 points at home. Who the fuck cares? Uh, well, that does matter, Mike. If you're an MVP, you've got to put on, It could bro. let it there. I mean, here's the thing. We you don't know. AFC title game in your own building. I get that. That's I get huge, that. Bro. But here's the problem. Josh Allen's never won an MVP to be in that situation. I, I wouldn't know. But Josh Allen it, wouldn't know nothing about that. But what does the MVP matter, though? What is it in no, the grand scheme? Does it, like, like when you watch Lamar, like you couldn't tell me like that was the runaway MVP. Like I'm sitting there like, yo, we watched a whole season and that was the best player in the league. Like, but he he what? just he laid an egg. I, I mean, absolutely, that does, that does happen. Dak did. Dak was in the same boat. I get it. Jalen Hurts wasn't. Jalen Hurts should have been the MVP last year. No, I year. know. But 
those games happen. The problem is, is that everything Lamar does bad is going to get magnified because not a lot of people believe in Lamar and his ability to win. You're being one of them. Absolutely. But that's the same. But think of it in terms of like, that's the reason I never think Josh Allen will win anything because I'm magnifying the turnovers because I think he's a bonehead. But here's the thing. In the playoffs, he's a different animal. We went over the statistics. He does. His play does. Imagine Josh Allen. All he has to do is score more than 17 points to beat the Chiefs. He's doing that. I don't know about that. I mean, he did last week, but you you don't know that. He's doing that, Mike. He's done it. He has. He just did it. He did it two weeks ago. They've been in some shootouts. Yeah, I know that. Like, like, I gotta be honest. I don't know when the Ravens can can take this Chiefs team because if this was the worst Chiefs team we're gonna see from here on out, well, I mean, here's these the thing. teams are fucking screwed. But what has what has given you what has given you the ability to say that Josh Allen could get past them? Because Josh Allen hasn't gotten past them. I'm not. Years. I'm not saying. I'm saying he's the he's probably him and Joe Burrow are the only ones that could probably do it. I would be confident going going. I would only feel confident right now with Joe Burrow going in that game. I would still feel confident and here's with, the thing, with Allen. And I'm not knocking Allen. And, and you know what I, I feel like it. it is with Allen? It's like, I feel like every time he plays the Chiefs, it's the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady thing. Everything that can go wrong for Josh Allen goes wrong. And I do. 13 seconds? The 13 Come seconds. On. And I told you that. I've been saying that, bro. That broke that. That broke that team spirit. Yeah. Single father. I hate when I hear it. But I'm just saying, like, when I see that type of shit, if and I'm like, bro, you can't overcome that. And then it's like, then he beats him in the regular season. Yeah. You get him, you get the fumble at the goal line, and it's just like, oh, my God, it's going to break for Josh Allen. Something else goes wrong. And it's like, whatever can go right for Mahomes against Allen, it happens. And I'm like, so for me, it's not even a talent thing for Josh Allen. It's just like, all right, dude, you're just not meant to do it. It's not in the cards. You got that Tom Brady luck. But he's just... Josh Allen's just a better quarterback. He's a better athlete. He's a better quarterback. He's yeah. a better thrower. He's a better thrower. He's a way better thrower than Lamar. Yes, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, not disputing not, that. I, and here's the thing, and I'll be fair. Lamar had a great year throwing the football. He did. He actually threw for more than 3,000 yards. He I actually told, stood up to the challenge. And got, I told you, prorate it if he doesn't get injured. 3,700 yards. Pauls was right again. I mean, you know what I mean? 37, but 3,700. I mean, Baker Mayfield throw for 4K. Baker, Baker Mayfield was on a vet minimum deal, and this guy got two hundred and fifty million dollars, mm. and they went to pretty much the same the same level of game. No, we went to the AFC Championship. All right, we 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 went to is crazy. That, yeah. Don't do that. Oh, it's we. Don't don't do we. It's not, me. It's me and Mar. Me me and Mar. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's what we're doing. It's me and Mar. All right. <laughs> no, I mean it sucked, dude. Because like I really was rooting for Lamar so bad, and like it was like I said after that first drive, I'm like, oh my god. And then after the game, I was thinking about it, and I'm like. How can the Ravens improve on that? They just lost their D coordinator, yeah. even though they kept the offensive coordinator, which I think a second year in that system will make them better, depending on what they do at wide receiver, because I don't think Odell comes back. And honestly, who really cares? Hey, Odell is, but, is worthless, bro. But at this point. I'm going to say this too. Though. Like, what can get what gets the Ravens over the top? And for me, it's like a new medical staff. Well, I've never <laughs> seen a team get this injured every single year. Yeah. Like you should not be on your third running back in week two. Always like it's a well, JK Dobbins got her opening game. Yeah, that's right. And it's like, when I see that, I'm just like, Oh my okay. God, dude. Oh my God. Every single week. It's like, this guy's down. This dude's down. This dude's down. And it's like, are you good? Yeah. Do you have a medical staff? They need them chip Kelly smoothies. No, I, 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 I just think they need another wide receiver though. Like we, like we talked about earlier. Um, I think that would change life in Baltimore. They have a number one defense. What more do you want? I know. I mean, I, honestly, God, you have a great head coach. No, nah, you have a number one defense. Let's keep it like, real. You held Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to 17 points. That's a winnable game. No, not Period. even. Lamar Jackson, you need to be better. You need to score more than 10 points. You were the number one offense in the league. You hung 40 on Detroit. You hung 40 or, or high 30s on the Niners. Yeah. You like you beat all these teams in the regular season, blew through them, and then you come out there and you lay an egg and score 10 points. Yeah. 10 points. This is the second time he's done it. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, damn, come on, man. Like, I can't go in the next season. Like, yeah, is Lamar Jackson, does he enter the season as a top five quarterback? Absolutely. Sure. But when you're talking about this, when you get into the nitty gritty and you get into December, January, when all the chips are on the table and you need somebody to perform. Unfortunately, right now, I can't look at Lamar and say, like, I'm comfortable and confident that he's going to do that. And I just I just can't do that because if you're going to say that about Dak, you have to say that about Lamar. Even though Lamar's been to an – he was his first AFC championship game. Yeah. 
but you can't do that. You can't play it both ways. Sure. So like who can beat Mahomes in in your in your honest opinion? In my honest opinion, we know Burrow can. Okay. He's done it. Joe Burrow. He's done it. Josh Allen. And then after that, the only other like I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at the team. I I'm mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I don't who could who can really who could who can honestly go toe-to-toe with this Mahomes? Is, you know what's a tricky one? And I'm not saying it. Jalen Hurts went toe-to-toe with his ass. Sure. He did. True. But Jalen Hurts is not in that class of talent. But that was one of the best performances of all time, right? Yeah. And, and it wasn't lost. enough. That's what that's why I said that's crazy. That's why me. I didn't add him in there. Right. I am I am hesitant to say this player, but you know how I am because I love Jim Harbaugh. I think Herbert's talent could get in there. Uh did I say Josh Allen? You said Josh Allen. Yeah, you said Josh Allen and Joe and Burrow. Joe Burrow. Those are the only two I can name right now, right off the top of my head, where I'm like, all right, that dude could go in there. I mean, not for nothing, bro. Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl. What are you supposed to say? That would be so crazy if he won. But uh, the Bake Show. You got to add the Bake Show. The Bake Show. <laughs> now nah, it's just Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and then on the border you put you put Herbert. Ah, I. But I don't think Herbert's there. But that's just know. somebody that's loaded with talent. Where you're like, all right, I could see it. But other than that, nah, dude, you can't. So where do you actually stand with Herbert? Because I'm so confused by you, man. Like I He's feel overrated. like I feel like you call him overrated, but like, he is. But like you want to give him like the benefit of the doubt because of the talent, like because you see all of the talent. But at some point, I have you have to put it onto the field, and you're about to. Now, here's the thing: you're about to find out this year what he is. Yeah, he's got a legitimate coach. Sure. That's fair. He's got a legit coach. He doesn't have a dope in bro. Brandon Staley, bro. That is true. You don't have somebody He's standing there like, what are you doing? He is a damn dope. He's though. a dope, dude. He's an <laughs> idiot. And it's like, my thing is, all the Justin Herbert shit, that should go away this year if Justin Herbert is the player that everybody believes he can be. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of how I am on it. Talent level. And yeah. it's just like, but outside I'm just of... Saying, the, I'm saying in the AFC, period. Joe like, Burrow and Josh Allen, bro. I don't know, like... Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. I mean, here's the, not for nothing. You could, I, he was a rookie, but can Stroud do it? I don't think so, but that's just another name that you can start throwing into there because he was awesome this year. Like, I don't know how, how anybody dethrones the Chiefs. Like, I, I just, I'm trying to figure it out. And I, I, I just, I don't see it. As long as Mahomes is still there, they're always going to be at the championship game or, 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 or Super Bowl. Like, that is where they're going to be year in and year out. Your dad said Mahomes or Brady as the GOAT. Okay, I want to address this real fast. Oh, that's stupid. I want to address this real fast. I'm getting... It is unbelievable what Tom Brady accomplished for 20 years. And the fact that you have people already having that question, that debate, Shannon Sharp, I saw a clip said he would take Mahomes. Nick Wright would take Mahomes. Uh, I think it was Ryan Clark or, or Broussard. Of Bru- course. Oh, we're going to take Mahomes. And it's like... God damn, people. Do you understand what Tom Brady accomplished? It's no problem. And I said this before. Can Mahomes do it? He absolutely can. But I feel like he's got to win five Super Bowls to get into that argument because he's going to he's gonna dominate them in the numbers because of the way the league was. But if he has five Super Bowls, you're going to start having different conversations. You're going to start having the conversation of Brady versus Mahomes, Belichick versus Andy, Gr- I mean, the Gronk and the... Uh, the Kelsey one's already happening where a lot of people are already on Kelsey, which I still disagree because he's not a blocker, but that different story for a different day. But like Tom Brady already beat Mahomes in his house in the AFC championship game. Then he beat him on a neutral field and he was 43 years old. So Mahomes Brady's always going to have that edge. Like Brady wasn't in his prime when he beat Mahomes. He was in his 40s. That's what I'm saying. He was an old man. Like, he was in his 40s, and he was still spanking ass. Like, that. Like the, yo, I run this shit. That's what I'm Here, saying. Son. And that's what makes me... No. I'm just like, man, can't we just enjoy Mahomes? And it's like, wow, he's really like that. He sunned him. He did. Like, he absolutely. told him, like, all right, little man, it's st- I'm, I'm, I'm daddy. Yeah, absolutely. So, Twice. I just, like, for me, I don't want to do that yet. That's the only guy that can go in, into Kansas City and, 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 and do it. No, Burrow, Burrow did, it. did it. Yeah, but, but kudos to him. But either way, but it, but what I'm saying is, if if the game was if it was Brady versus the Chiefs, right? If, if Brady was still playing, I would feel fuck comfortable as hell betting on Tom Brady. That's for sure. I I I, I just I always feel comfortable, man. Like he's just a, a proven winner. He's the master. 
He's the master. But Bro, he this, did this it whole, for 20 But this whole years. GOAT debate is just crazy to me. Mahomes has to win first. He has to do more. He's got to do more, right? He's got to win first. He's got to win Because here's the thing. Too. If you're saying, oh, he's already in that conversation, so if he loses to Brock Purdy, is the discussion over? It should be. That, well, no, right? no, I'm because, saying, because if you're saying that. Well, look, Jimmy G, he's mid, right? Patrick Mahomes beat him to, to win a ring. That's what I'm saying. That's what Mahomes I'm saying. Beat, who, who else did he beat? Oh, he beat uh, Hertz. Garoppolo and Hertz. And people tell me Hertz is mid, too. That's what I'm so, saying. So, uh, so what me. are you telling me? And then yeah, he gets to Brock the Purdy, judge. and he loses to Brock Purdy. And right. it's like, okay, so if you're telling me he's the GOAT, he shouldn't lose to no Brock Purdy. No. No. no way in the world. But it's kind of weird because Tom Brady lost to the weirdest quarterback. I, he Bowl. lost to the gar most garbage but, quarterbacks. But he beat Hall of Famers in the Super Bowls. Russell Wilson. He beats Russell Wilson. Yeah. He, he, um, uh, who else? Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner's the... He beat Jake DeLone. He beat Matt Ryan. McNabb. He, yeah, McNabb. He loses to Nick Foles. <laughs> he loses to... Eli uh, Manning. That's it. Eli Manning and Nick Foles. That's it. That's crazy. Eli man. Manning's a 500 quarterback of overall for his career record, and Nick Foles had one carpet ride. That's insane, dude. I can't believe it. That's wild. That Yeah. Tom Brady's Super Bowl is a very weird it's thing. It's a weird, it's a weird dynamic. I'm actually surprised he didn't lose to Jared Goff, although Bill Belichick put on a yeah. defensive clinic yeah, against to, Goff to and McVay. That. Yeah, because the Rams defense that year was fantastic. It was good. And Belichick, yeah. they just out they totally outclassed him. It was what, 10 3? It was some like that. Yeah. I think it was 10 3. It was 13 3. 13 3. It was awful. The Rams never scored a touchdown. And they were the high flying <laughs> offense yeah, through all year. They scored fifty that year against the Chiefs. That was the one of the best games on Monday night, wasn't it? Mexico. Ever. Yeah, I think so. It, it was, was at like, Marty's crib. Like fifty-two to fifty-one final. It was insane. Fifty-four, fifty-one, something, something, something insane. That was one of the best games ever I've ever seen. Yeah, it was I so know. fun to it watch. It was a Monday night like, game, dude. It was like I know. Madden. I know. All right, let's go to the game that made me really sad. Niners beat the uh, Lions thirty-four to thirty-one. Yeah, that was bad. They man. had it. They had it. They had well when they came out. I'm like, oh my god, they're here. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Collapsed. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, yo, I said they can match that physicality, and you they did. Right. They were physical yeah. as shit. I mean, yeah. they were running the ball all over them, and I just like when I see it, I'm like, they were up 24 seven and a half. They it should have been 27 to seven. That was where it got screwed up. Yeah, it was all downhill. From there, although Josh Reynolds, you got to catch that ball, bro. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. come on, dude. Two of them hit you in the hands, but yeah. the one before halftime, what are you doing catching a ball like this when you're leaning out? Yeah. Put your hands that way. That's kind of how I felt about Stefan Diggs when he was trying to catch that deep pass. What the hell was he talking? Oh yeah, like, go up like, and catch it with stupid. your hands. Yeah. So, um, but no, no, this this game was the the ultimate choke job. This was like watching like sports. Like, this is watching, like, suicide in real life in sports terms. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like, we were watching a team just absolutely melting away. Bro, I, I texted <laughs> me, you, and Tom were in the chat. That catch where the dude hit off the dude's face mask and IU caught it was 24 to 10 with six minutes and 38 seconds left in yeah. the third quarter. What was the text message? You said, oh, this game's over. The Niners are winning this yeah, game. Yeah, Niners are winning this game. I said it immediately. I I'm knew from that it, moment. because yeah. And then on the next possession, they uh, Jameer Gibbs fumbled. Yep. And then that then it was a tie. And game I was like, it's right over. There. It's over. You can't overcome yeah. that momentum. But no, it, but you can't overcome stupidity either, right? Like when you have a chance to go up three scores on the road, then especially when the Niners came out of the half and they only kicked a field goal, right? To make it 14, because it was 24 to 7 at the half, right? So then it was 24-10. The Niners went down the field, whatever. But the, the Lions could have matched it and they would have ate up the clock doing so, right? So not only would they have been up three scores, the Niners, dude, they had no answers. They they had the entire pressure on them. They were down by three scores. So when you have a chance to go up by that much, you have to take advantage of it. You okay. have to. I, it doesn't matter. You, you're there to win the game. You're not there to look pretty. You don't get style points. Like, you just, you're just there to win the game. You kick that field goal. I know he should have caught it. I get it. But play the right way. You got to kick the field goal. So that's, that's, that's stupid. It was I, a 46-yard field goal. I know. It wasn't like a 52 or 54 or 60-yard banger. Like it, it was like a doable field goal, dude. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, you got to be smarter. So, to me, you, you take that chance to kick the field goal because, like I said, you already matched their field goal from the drive – uh, before and now you're still up three scores and the, the clock just completely like half the third quarter was gone. So what sucks is is Stupid. that I and I we were talking about this Stop. a little bit before, but I said Dan Campbell stayed true to who he is. 
going for it, the aggressive type. And I get it. And it's like, all right, cool. Josh Reynolds, number one, first and foremost, you have to catch the ball. I'm sorry. First and foremost, Dan Campbell kicked the field goal. Second off, if you're going to go to him, Josh Reynolds, you have to make that catch. The thing is, though, is that their kicker was ass. It's Michael Bagley or Michael Badgley from the uh, the Chargers. But he stinks. But my thing is, is that when you do shit like that, these are the repercussions of it. You didn't make it. For sure. and, he, and he said it in there, too. I own it. I don't regret it. And it's like, all right, dude, you stand on what you did. But he said, too, I don't regret it. It's I gambled and I lost. Yeah. And it's like, I appreciate you taking the ownership of it. But at some point, it's like, get away from analytics. And I think this could be the game that stops the analytics mm. or at least slows up on it, where it's like, you got to use common fucking sense, bro. No doubt about common it. Common sense here, dude. No doubt. Three, it's psychological warfare between sure. three touchdowns and two and two. It's psychological warfare absolutely. right there, dude. It, it absolutely is. Yeah. You go down and, I mean, Kittle or was it Debo one and said like, oh, they had us in the first half. You're damn right they did. They were feeling the pressure. You could see all over Kyle Shanahan's face. But then like you kick that field goal. It's like you go in the halftime. They come out. It's 27-7. And it's like, all right, you have a whole extra possession to work with. It's just like, it sucks, man, because they had it. Right. And I felt so bad for Dan Campbell in that post-game interview because you could, you could see like the pain he felt because yeah. it was like, we were right there. But it was self-inflicted. It was self-inflicted. Really and he, you know, like that's where like I feel like there's gotta be an assistant that kind of pulls him aside and kind of level-headed, like makes him a little bit level-headed. Like those are decisions that changes the entire outcome. He's gotta of the get game. In, he's gotta look, he's and an, it did. he's an emotional leader, his heart on it. his sleeve. I get it. But at some point, you need to have that friend like Bro, you got to chill. Yeah, bro. Like, keep yo, your emotions like, in check. But, yeah, you're wild. Like, you, like me and you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm being serious, though, yeah, in like no, a funny way. But I like sometimes it. when one of us is having a moment, we're acting like a little bitch. And it's right. like, all right, bro, you need to chill out. It happens. Yeah, we but, have those moments. But, and here's the thing. He's making those, he's making split-second decisions, dude. Like, those yeah. decisions are being made in, what, four seconds? Uh, just about. Two seconds? And so right. it's like, you, you stick to it, you make it, you go. I mean, look, revisionist history, but Doug Peterson, before halftime, when they ran the uh, Philly Philly. Yeah. If they miss that, he looks like an idiot. And he's probably laughed that off the stage, but it worked. Yeah, I know. And what that happened? Is true. I he know. sealed the deal. So sometimes I know. I they, know. they go hand in hand. I know. But I will say this because my thing is, is like, too, like when he was saying, like, this is might have been our only shot. It's like, okay, how can the Lions stay put or get better for next year? Yeah. And they did as soon as Ben Johnson announced he was returning. Oh, absolutely. That's that huge. was the key component because sure. now you have Jared Goff who's going to get money. Right. But now you have Gibbs in a second year of a new offense. You have you, the play calling. Goff, it's going to be his third year here now with that. The bottom that. line like, is you got continuity. That's what I'm like, saying. That's, that's what I was trying that, to say. That's what you really got. I couldn't and spit that's it out. Huge, man. I was getting tongue-tied. That's awful. huge because all the good teams in the league, what they have is continuity. At the head coach position, at the quarterback, yeah, you know everything. Like th those are so major. So for them to get their offensive coordinator back is going to be a, a, it's, it's a big step for him. And he had a lot of uh, opportunities too, apparently on the market. But apparently, know, the they said the uh, the commanders were going down there, to, were flying out, and he called them and said, "Nah, yeah, no, nah, I'm staying." So that's cool. That's great. That's awesome. Like I, I want to see the Lions succeed. That's I awesome. think I think what they need next year. Um, they need some some defensive guys. Like I think they need a little bit. They more need to defense. bring back CJ GJ. Yeah, and they need to get a good. Corner. I like to get a corner. Yeah, for them. Like I, I think that guy Sutton was getting his ass kicked. He was. He he, he was getting crushed. Like they the, the, the Niners were. Tailoring, he can't fuck with Ayuk. They're they're the Niners were tailoring their offense to target him. They were they were doing the mismatches all game. They were putting Ayuk in the slot. They were doing all the things they could to get that matchup, and they crushed him, dude. Yeah. But. So I like to see them get another corner. Um, but other than that, I, I feel like they're pretty well-rounded. Laporte is going to be a second-year player. That's what I'm saying, bro. And you um, bring back the, the the transmission of that. You right. bring it back the OC because everybody was saying, what will the Lions be when Ben Johnson yeah. leaves? And Ben Johnson throws a curveball and turns around and was like, I'm good. I'm staying here. I'm not going to a, 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 you know, a bad situation or whatever it is, unfinished business. And I think also, too, that kind of goes hand-in-hand -hand with Dan Campbell. Like if he didn't mess with Dan Campbell, I don't think he would have went. He would have went. Uh, he would have no, went back. I agree. Like you can tell the culture. That's what I was looking for. The, the word I was looking for. The culture there is strong. Yeah. Hey JG, 
you're good enough for fucking Detroit. Yeah, that's all. And then tosses him the ball. That's that's awesome. That's they what deserve sports that. are about. They deserve I know. That. But what I wanted to say too, I I forget what I was going to say. Actually, what was I going to say? Uh, got the Brock, just got I was going to say about Brock Purdy. That was my next question. What do you? How do you grade him? Because it was rough in the beginning, and then towards the end, he got in rhythm. No, Brock Purdy. I mean, look, he's he started off awful and he was getting ripped for him like on social media and everything second half i think he did his thing i think i think the niners they just they did what they always do right and 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 the lions helped them out don't get don't get me wrong like the lions kind of helped them out the ball bounces their way a couple of times there's two plays like just like you mentioned earlier the helmet i mean that that that's a pick how about the third down play where josh Reynolds is coming across he's on the right hash Jared Goff hits him right in his hands and he drops it. And right. it's like, come on, dude. Right. The ball just bounced their, you know, the Niners way. And and look, that's that happens. That's what you need. Yeah. You need luck. Some, absolutely. And those things happen just like the Ravens, right? The Ravens fumble at the goal line with, with, with uh Zay Flowers. And there you go. The Chiefs win by seven. So there is the there's a difference in the game. So, you know, all those things play out in the playoffs. It's like it's always a one play there or one play here could have win or or yep. or or uh or lose the game. So yeah. that's exactly what happened here. And yeah, th- it was a crazy playoff, man. I, I gotta be honest with you, but I, I just hate the outcome because nobody wants to see the Niners and the Chiefs. I certainly don't. Yeah, I don't know anybody that does. I will say this though. What What's confusing about Brock Purdy is like, I feel like everybody loves an underdog. Sure. And with Brock Purdy, he was Mr. Irrelevant. I feel like everybody last year was kind of on him. They like They were rooting for him. Yeah. But it's like, now that he's starting, now that he's playing well and he's balling, everybody's like finding different reasons to say that he sucks or shit on him. And yeah, it's like, suck. Brock Purdy doesn't suck. Nah. And I hate the Niners. Nah, I'm suck. an Eagles fan and I would rather watch the Cowboys win the Super Bowl than the Niners. Sure. And I've said that a million times, like because th- I'm trying to tell you how much I can't stand this fucking team. Right. But Brock Purdy can play quarterback. Absolutely. I mean, dude. for if any other quarterback, if that was Lamar Jackson or Dak that started out that rough or Jalen Hurts, and in the second half, they turned it around and they went and won that and they were doing it with their legs and making some of those throws, the 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 rhetoric would have been they did it when it counted. But every time Purdy does something, they're finding ways to discredit. And it's like, why? I don't Why? know. Like, I, what, what am I missing here that everybody thing, hates Brock Purdy? The dude makes $800,000 a year. In his first year, he comes in late after Trey Lance gets hurt. Jimmy G got hurt. He steps in. He starts balling. He goes to the NFC Championship game, tears his elbow. He comes back the next year, and he's in the Super Bowl. And it's like... here. Here's the hate, though. Here, this is the reason why, right? And, and, and I'm going to break it down for you. The reason why... Pause. The reason why he gets a lot of hate is because he's successful at the being the last pick in the draft, right? And him being so successful, he's more successful, you know, not stats-wise, but in, in, in where he's taking his team, he's more successful than guys like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, um, just to name a few, right? Yeah. He has been more successful than them in the playoffs, right? So he's getting... he Josh Allen and them... They're supposed to be in the bowl. Brock Purdy's ain't. So that there's hate there because everybody's arguing, oh, if you put anybody in there, if you put Josh Allen in there, you put Lamar Jackson on that team, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. So, like, blah, blah, blah. But my thing is, is, like, you don't know that. You don't. You really don't know that. Like, you don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl. You don't know shit. Like, th- that's, the, that's the beauty about the sport. But my thing is, is why do we always have to do that? Why can't you just look at the player and say, like, yo, he's good? Because, like I said, because you have a lot of fans of Lamar Jackson's, the Josh Allen's, and when they're not getting to the bowl and they see a punk like or a punk like kid like Brock Purdy, which I don't think he's a punk. I think he's a good player. He is good. I think he's a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's great. Yeah. Like, it's like two things can be true, right? He can be a good quarterback, just not great. And that's that's completely true. Like when you watch it, he doesn't blow you off the screen. You know, he makes some good nifty plays where you're like, okay, where he's scrambling outside the pocket, he sets his feet and then he delivers the football and he look, wow. Yeah. He looks great, right? But like all in all, he's not more talented than the upper echelon guys. He's just more successful. So everybody's just gonna gravitate towards that because they're looking at it like, well, you know, I would still take Lamar Jackson and they're they're talking like Brock Purdy's better than Lamar because he went to the Super Bowl. And it's like, nah, like 
you know, they're 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 just, they're just trying to kick down Brock Purdy more, yeah, to 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 actually help their argument for their other quarterbacks. I feel I actually that's how I say no, it. No, truthfully, I feel like that's like that's really spot on of what it that's is. real shit, bro. Because like, if you're a Lamar Jackson fan, you're looking at Brock Purdy like, yo, like Lamar no, Jackson's better I hate than Brock him. Purdy. Like Lamar's better than you, bro. Like yeah. that's the shit that I think has already happened because these guys already had a fan base before Brock Purdy even came to the picture. And again, they're more talented than him, sure. but this dude's winning games. It's psychological. That's what it's everybody's got to hate something. It's it's that's that's the part of being a fan. Yeah. Like, right? Like that's what Eagles I do with fans. Herbert. We're Eagles fans. We just hate Dallas. Yeah, can't we say Dallas. hate the Giants. We yeah. don't fuck with the Commanders. Like we hate these teams. Why? Yeah. Because that's the part of the fandom. Yeah, and it's the same thing. And it's as, part of the fun. And just, it's part of the 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 the, the, the talk around sports. But it's the same thing when you're evaluating players and you're kind of comparing players. Oh, this guy's more successful than him. Okay, yeah. doesn't mean he's better. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that's how I look at it. You know, yeah, especially with a small sample size, like one Super Bowl appearance versus that, zero. That's funny. Like, what are we talking about? Like one. We're talking about like when we talk about Brady being the goat, bro. He has seven rings. He's been there. Well, he's 10 been there times. ten times. Like, it's a different story, right? Yeah. So, like, ten times, bro. He's there fifty percent of his career. He played like, twenty seasons, right? Right. But he has the stats, and he's got everything to back it up. Oh yeah. But like, when you have one Super Bowl appearance versus a guy who has zero, I'm not going to say the guy who has one Super Bowl appearance is better than than this guy. I mean, there's a lot of factors change. I mean, who's better, Dan Marino or or Joe Flacco? Well, who's better, Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson? That's what I'm saying. Brock Purdy or Josh yeah. Allen. Like yeah. you can make that argument all day. I'm, I might take 13 over 17. What? I'm playing with you. I'm playing with you. But I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Like Brock Purdy isn't better than Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson because that's where he's the hate the comes from, though. But that's what it is. You're right. It's sad, but it's true. It does. But um, what are you looking forward to most about the Super Bowl in two weeks? Honestly, man, I'm just I just want to see a, a really good game. Like, yeah, I don't care who wins. I wish they could end the tie. I, I really don't care who wins. I'm not going to give you my pick right now. We're going to give it next Sunday. But um, now nah, I'm looking forward to just some some good food, good vibes, you know, hanging out with the family. Good friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, some good family, you know, uh, friends and everything and just just kicking it, man. Just I just want to see a good football game and I want to hit my bets. That's do, you have for any, sure. do you have any traditions you do on Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, I always bet the coin toss. Do you really? I do. I didn't I, even know that. I low key do it, yeah. I don't bet. I don't tell anybody. I'm not very good at it. You bet the coin toss? I do. You got to be at least like one for nine or something Bro, like that. I'm at, I'm like I I've won twice and I've been doing it for <laughs> I don't know seven eight years. I've been doing. I low key do it though. I'm like so 2%. you lose right off the rip. Yeah, right off the rip. Actually, no. You know what I think? I actually think me and Tom last year might have bet the fucking coin toss. I, I mean, got it. it wrong because I remember saying I on the first it. day, I'm like, yeah, I just lost no, $100. It sets the tone. It does, dude. It's like, I think oh it was the first God. year I did that. It sets the tone because, yo, like when you do win, it's fantastic. Yeah. Because you're like, you're already, you're already up. up. Yeah. You're already like in the green, dude. So yeah. you're like, all right, I'm good. I, I think we bet the coin toss. We lost it. And then we bet like the first kick to be a, uh, to be a touchback. And we won. I was like, all right, we're even now. Yeah. And then we had like a whole bunch of crazy shit. But it was this crazy. Year, but this year, I'm betting tails. Like I've I've been like I heard tails never fail, so I try to go against it. Yeah. And I feel like I just lose all the you time. You go against the grain, I don't believe it. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. But, uh, nah, dude, I'm the same on the Super Bowl. It's like one of my favorite days. The only thing that sucks is like I know at that point it's like I gotta wait till July for this shit. Yeah. That's the worst part of it, man. Like the Monday after the Super Bowl is the worst day of the year. It is, yo. It's like the assest time for sports because you got to wait a whole month or two to the NBA playoffs. And like, I mean, my tradition dude, is basically for the most part, I either have a few of you guys in my house or I go to my brother's house mm-hmm. and watch. I mean, yeah, that's what it was last year. Bro. Watch the Eagles. Last year was tails. Wow. I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet heads, yo. Who was the Super Bowl last year? It was the, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. The hell? Oh, yeah. Because I drove to Philly at halftime. Yeah. You know it's so funny too. I drove to Philly at halftime and we blew it. But it's so funny, yo. Oh yeah, dude. Holy shit! I drove there, dude. I parked five blocks from the house. But yeah, like it, it just gets me, dude. Like, cause like I remember when Tampa played Kansas City, I took tails because they were like, "Oh, tails never fails, right? Tails never fails, right?" They were telling me that, right? Because before that, tails won twice before that game. Before You're Tampa, already. before Tampa and Kansas City, tails won twice. And I bet that I think those were the two games I only won for those two games when I bet tails. Then I bet tails again, right? Because tails never failed. It was heads, which was Tampa versus Kansas City. 
and I've lost that one. And then now, last uh, last year against was it the Rams in Cincinnati two years ago, I took tails at your house. Remember we watched that Super Bowl at your house. I took tails. I, I lost that. I lost that bet. I didn't say any fucking words because I knew you would have been laughing at me, and I wasn't. I wasn't not having it. Right. I never knew you did this, listen, dude. Listen. So then it was tails never fails, right? Like again, but it was it was already it was already heads back to back. So I'm like, all right, I'm it's it's I'm going with heads. It again. was tails last year. It was tails last year, and I bet heads, and then it was tails. So I lost three years in a row. So I'm on an zero and three losing streak here, but I got to figure it out. It, I'm down bad, bro. Do you have five? For sure, <laughs> I'm sure, dude. Like, yeah, you know about the coin toss? I thought you bet the coin. Last toss. year was the first time I, I ever bet it, and I lost. It's an adrenaline rush because it's like, dude, as soon as kickoff hits, like you got to bet, bro. Like you're already like you're you're in it's the game. Crack. You're already in the game. The I game know. didn't kick off, and you're already starting. Like it's fire. I know, but being down a beam before the it game sucks. even got started is horrible. I know, but you look here. Here's here's the good here's the good news about it. Look around you. You got good food. You got good people around you. Ain't nothing. And look, if I could lose a bet, that's okay. I, I like. You would pay eighty five dollars to go to a New Year's party when you were twenty something years old, right? Yeah. It's like I'm paying eighty five dollars to go hang out with my family and watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, but we didn't have two See, kids. I a mortgage, like a car. I'm, I'm crazy. Like, but we didn't have like we didn't I'm have weird. kids, mortgages, more uh, I get car it. payments. That's shit, I, I get know, it. I, I know. But we still gamble and we lose a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> you already, uh, you already. All right, yo, give me five players from the past. Like your five favorite players from the past that never won a Super Bowl. All right, this is this is a good one. Your man. top five. This is this. My number one is going to be Randy Moss. Period. End of story. That's my goat. Uh, two. Just two and three are just out of respect to legends, and I understand the game and like the history of it. Dan Marino's number two. Number three is Barry Sanders. Number four is Ladanian Tomlinson, and number five is Tony Gonzalez. Those were the five best players that have never won a Super Bowl. So, oh shit, I read that wrong. I just did five. I thought you were talking about my favorite players. So mine's oh, gonna be a little bit different. It's, it's, it's okay. So number so one, what? number one, I have Donovan McNabb because oh. Donovan McNabb would be a Hall of Famer if he won one of those Super Bowls. Yeah. Just one for sure. He would have. Sure, well, he's only absolutely. been to one. I'm saying if he would have won those championship games and got to one Super Bowl, slam dunk, he would have been a slam dunk Hall of Famer. No cap. To because that's my goat. Yeah. To is my favorite ever, dude. He was he was unbelievable, yeah, yeah. bro. He's Team my favorite. <laughs> Team Obliterator. Then I got LT. I still I yeah. still have his powder blue jersey, it's saving it for G. It's one Craig. of my favorite jerseys ever. Michael Vick, but. Michael Vick, because of what he did for the sport, he was an icon. Yeah. He allowed the Lamar Jacksons and those type of players to become quarterbacks. And the thing is with Michael Vick, too, is he went through all that shit with the dog ring. But he served his time, paid his debt to society. And when he came back, ever since he came back, Andy Reid gave him the chance. He's been a model citizen. You know what's crazy about that? I think Michael Vick has the greatest comeback story of all time. He does. Absolutely, he does. It's on the. I've re read his book. It's one I of the only books I've ever read in my life. His book is awesome. Especially in today's world, right? Like, where everybody's so fucking, like... Bro, we're soft. in the land of... We're in the... Yeah, we live in the world of second chances, but for Michael Vick, because... And I'm not trying to, like, lessen it because I'm a dog lover, but because he killed the dogs, everybody, like... you. Oh, that's unforgivable. And it's like, come on, man. He, he made a mistake. And if you read his book, he actually says it. Like, he was going downhill. He talks about how sure. he didn't prepare for the combine. He said in that book, bro, he said that he got so good. At one point, he was better at reading pit bulls than he was at reading NFL defenses. That's insane. And he was still performing. And they told you about what he did to dogs. And it's cruel. I mean, it was it was horrible reading that. It, like, it was really cruel. But he served two, year, two years in jail. He's a pet owner now. And I guarantee you those dogs are in great hands. Because he learned from that mistake, but I'm just saying, like, I'm surprised he's allowed to own. Dogs, he had to get, right? he had to get a license for that, right? To to get it, he like he had to go through shit to right. get, to be able to be a pet owner, which you absolutely should. You tortured them. But think about it, like, remember when the Eagles signed them? We had like the the uh, the fans yeah, outside bro, of Novacare, and they had the signs, and like they were protesting yeah. and all this shit. Like, and now everybody loves Michael Vick. Like everybody, lo like he's gotten jobs at Fox. He's been on TV because he like, changed. He cha he went to prison. He has the greatest comeback story back. of all time. He really does. He, His, it's they, insane. He, he talks about how much he cried in jail too, for the first like two weeks. He actually said it on another podcast. I forget who it might've been. Uh, the pivot with Ryan Clark or I am athlete. He said it on one of them that he cried for the first two weeks, how bad it was. But like, my thing is, is, that is somebody who turned their life around when they made a mistake. Right. So it's like, for me, I have Michael Vick on there. And then the best ego of all time, bro, Brian Dawkins. Yeah. 
Yeah, unfortunately. And that, but he, but here's the thing: he goes hand in hand with Donovan McNabb. Yeah. Brian Dawkins is a legend, dude. He was the best safety I've ever seen. Like you, like I still remember him going over the middle and smoking Crumpler. Mm-hmm. Smoking Crumpler. And for him Smoke to never him. have a Super Bowl on those teams, those defenses with Jimmy yeah. Johnson, yeah, that sucked. Those defenses were the best. They're they the were best. unbelievable. What do they do best? They always blitz, man. They, and they, they always the hit. House, they always hit, which I'm hoping Vic Fangio does this year. But yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, for me, dude, when I see those players, man, it sucks. And it, it, it boils down to on that list, if I had one person, it was Brian Dawkins. Phillip Rivers for me, but I, I would I'd rather have Randy Moss win one over Phillip. Randy Moss was in all well, he was yeah, bro. It was Randy. Like when you say "ew, he mall steam," it was Randy. Like that's like that's a childhood memory. You know, everybody was saying it in 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 uh, in grade school. Everybody when we were playing football. Oh my god, he mossed him. Like mossed yeah. him. Like Moss. that was like a signature move. Like that's an all. That was that's a an, segment on ESPN. You got mossed. That's iconic shit, bro. You psychotic I mean? and iconic. That's what I'm saying. Like Randy Moss is an icon. He always will be. Like. So that is the one guy that I would love. You know what's funny? I wonder he should if, have too. if T.O., he, he should have. He, he was the per- perfect yeah. team. If T.O. never was an Eagle, I don't know who I would say between you him would and Randy. Him. No, no, because I, I like the, I liked him with, with the Niners. And I loved him in Dallas with the get your popcorn ready. I like that. That's why I like Deion Sanders. You like entertainment. I like entertainment. And I like that brash personality. Sure. I like that shit, dude. The in-your-face, talk your shit. When you are good like that, you deserve to do that, bro. When you have that type of confidence in who well, you are, lines. when you're comfortable in your own skin and who you are, and you're unapolo- unapologetic to yourself, I don't know why I can't say that word. That's the shit I like. That's what I like. Do this shit I like. Yeah, that's what I mean, bro. And I always love those type of players. That's why I like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. no, I, I yeah. like Johnny Manziel. I just didn't know he was going to turn into a cokehead. Yeah, I know. That's why I like Joe Judge. I like the fiery passion. Joe you know Judge is Judge. insane. Joe Judge. <laughs> yeah. Joe Judge. You're, you're one of a kind, bro. You really I, yeah, are. I fuck with him, yo. What do you think, yo, about the Taylor Swift coverage? Uh, I think it's kind of overblown. I think people are kind of like getting their panties in a bunch. Like, I understand it. It is all in your face, and it is. Like, it's all over social media. It's all over the 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 news outlets. Like, I get it, right? But at the same time, she's not doing it. Like, they are doing it because they know that they they can eat off her name. It's just they're conducting business just as much as anybody else. So I don't really pay attention to it. I don't really give a like, shit. Like I'm just like, all right, I whatever, really bro. Care. Like you're showing Taylor Swift. Yeah, I get she's it. a solid five, maybe a six. Yeah, and it's like she's mid. I'm cool with that. Yeah. It's she's... just like, yeah, you want to do that? All right, cool. Yeah. I'm not I'm not into it. I'm not I just care. feel like it like everybody else makes too big of a deal out of it. And it's like, why why do you care? They just want to hate. Yeah. Like we that's what humans do. Like yeah. we always find someone to hate, right? Like for no reason. At, for no reason. Switching no, th- gears. No, there's political that's things true. that yeah, come yeah, along I with actually, it. That's the problem. Actually, actually, point, actually Phil, can you fill us in on that? Because like I'm so lost on that. I I don't know why. Well, no, you guys so already talked uh, talked about it at some point, but you guys know that he's Mr. Pfizer. He's Mr. Pfizer. Yeah. Travis is Mr. Yeah, Pfizer. Right. Taylor has expressed her uh love of Biden. And hate of Donald Trump. And hate of Donald Trump. And you know how that goes, bro. Yeah, That's, so whenever politics get put into anything, you're going to... It's all you're Swifties, gonna Swifties and lefties. Wait, he's... There's been some hatred towards uh, Trump? Well, yeah. She, well, you know, she, she loves Biden and absolutely yeah. hates Trump. She's been very vocal about it. Really? Yeah, she's yeah. been vocal oh, I didn't about know that. it. Yeah. So, but, like, it just kind of goes with the whole... The whole, you know what I'm saying. How the wifey home. Life is good. Life is good. Yeah, life is good. Um, wow, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, we ain't right. And then they're the saying, it, yeah, and then you yeah, know, get them off my screen, man. Get yeah. these the fuck out of here. Take your boosters and get out yeah, of here. Get your booster ass the fuck out of here, man. No, we don't pe- see people you. people kind of look at it like <laughs> kind of like propaganda. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's how that's how people kind of look it at is, it. It is, bro. That's, that's what it is. It's all showmanship and shit like that. It's so corny. Because I guarantee you, if Taylor Swift came out here and said, I'm voting for Donald Trump, they wouldn't show her half as much on the oh, screen. Hell no, that's exactly right. They wouldn't no, even do it, bro. It, yeah, because no. they tell you vote, but it only means vote one way. Yeah, right. And especially when there's Pfizer commercials in the in the, in the the breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go get some gas, go buy a candy bar, buy groceries, then go vote. That's what you should do. Yeah, exactly but right. Let's get off of that. Yeah. Falcons hire Raheem Morris as a head coach. Raheem. Raheem. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are the Falcons doing here? You got Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick in the pool, and you hire Raheem Morris? Yeah, that was uh, I was shocked. 
I, I was I was I was certainly shocked. I thought it was Cat. I thought it was Cat too. I was like Raheem Morris. I'm like the guy that coached for the Bucks and like was like completely trash. I mean, he was already here with the with the he was the interim head coach in 20. Yeah. And he was mid. I just I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I, I don't get it. I, I'd rather just rock with Arthur Smith. That that's what I'm saying. I don't bro. think Arthur Smith was bad. I just don't think he had a quarterback. They're gonna have the same problem. They don't the have a quarterback. You're right. missing the catalyst. Right, right. I think I, I don't think it was their head coach that was I mean, look, don't get me wrong. There was Arthur Smith had some issues with in-game decisions. Yeah. I get that, right? But at the same time, he had his he had his team playing pretty hard. Yeah. And I just felt it's like hard. I just felt like they were a quarterback away to really making some noise in the South and possibly in the NFC. I know. Right? Like they were in it. You're over two on your teams I know. that are gonna sneak up on us. I know. We gotta get better. I can't wait to see who next year's team is. I know. That's gonna Who's be it gonna part. be? It is fun. I know. Because you I'm always really find that two. one. Well, who, who was my name? Well, the Echo Raiders. That was last year. Yeah. And then you became the Waterford Works Falcons. Uh, for real? Yeah. You were a Falcon. Well, I was I, I was a Falcon, but I was also a Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I just came out wrong. <laughs> the fuck, totally bro? came out yeah. wrong. My bad. All right. Um, so the Eagles uh, were reportedly interested in Belichick if Nick didn't agree to the coaching changes. Similar to what happened with Doug Peterson, which led to Doug Peterson getting fired because he wasn't getting rid of the coordinators, and Nick did. What do you think about that? Do you believe that? Um, I do. I believe that. No, because if you're interested in Bill Belichick, you're getting Bill Belichick. Regardless, I don't give a shit what you say. You can't tell me you're not interested in Bill Belichick and then not pursue him. That doesn't even make any sense. The guy won six bowls, regardless of who he wanted with, right? I get Nick Sirianni, but but the Eagles, they were never getting rid of Nick Sirianni, regardless of the result. Nick Sirianni took this team to the Super Bowl the year before. Like, you can't just fire a coach just because, you know, they had one bad season. I know that I get it. They were bad down the stretch. I get that. But if it's fixable things that you guys can kind of work it out throughout the season and the offseason, then why would you change your head coach? Right. But like, I understood the the aspect of Bill Belichick. If the Eagles wanted to move on, I don't hate it. I just don't – I'm not all in on it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not all in on just firing Nick Sirianni. Like, dude, the, the dude did take us to a Super Bowl, bro. I, I always like, said I thought he deserved he deserved another sure. chance. But here's the thing. There was clearly – excuse me. There was clearly something going on with the play calling. And I will stand on this. There is no way in the world James Bradbury reg- and Slay and them boys regressed that much. Yeah. There is a difference between a slip in play and slipping off of a fucking mountain. For sure. And when you saw James Bradbury, I could have got open on James Bradbury. <laughs> I know. He was bad, bro. He was terrible. And then he lost yeah. confidence to the point where back up, third and fourth string guys yeah. were cooking him. Remember I was asking you during the season, I was like, yo, do you think the Eagles regret these contracts with these? With and the I quarters? kept saying, like, there, there's no way that this, this they're this bad. <laughs> they were ass, yo. They were terrible. Like dude. the and Giants not- were cooking us. I know. The Giants with Tyrod Taylor. What? Yeah. We had no business of being in the, in the playoffs towards the end of the season. We, we know what our but we know what our weaknesses is. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it can be worked out. So it's like, I don't think it was a head coaching problem. I thought it was just, you know, look, we needed a better offensive coordinator. That was no secret. But going a better defensive coordinator. That's no now secret. Now we got loads of experience. But though, we need Vic, fucking secondary too, bro. With Vic like, and with Kellen, we're in good hands, bro. We don't have one year, first year coaches anymore. We got dudes with a lot of experience. We'll see, bro. We got a we lot of see. experience. Because my thing is this. Kellen Moore was great, right? Yeah. But I wasn't so impressed with him in in Los Angeles. Fair. And he had a way better quarterback than what we had in terms of pocket mobility. Well, no, well, pocket presence in terms of. I don't know about that. Well, in in terms of. He's got a stronger arm than Jalen, but right now he's not a better quarterback than Jalen. I think he's a more talented quarterback than Jalen, but that's that's what I'll say. I'll bite a little bit. In terms of of sitting in the pocket and delivering the football, I probably would take Justin Herbert. I don't know because Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Look, he's. I'm not, he was number I, one in. Not, ac- it's not a knock. I know, but he was number one in accuracy from the pocket two right, years ago. But I felt like J- I felt like Kellen Moore should have gotten Herbert to at least the playoffs, bro. They were out of the playoffs by November. I know, but here's the that's, other point. That's of that. not like when I was saying that I was getting cooked, and everybody was telling me I was a dumbass because they were saying the defense was letting up forty, and I'm like, well, Herbert, you're supposed to be that dude. Go score forty-one. 
Well, of course. But so like, here's the thing: we're you're going to learn a lot about him, but it will help Jalen. Jalen will go back under center. There will be motion. The route trees will be different. You can't have fucking front and four verticals the whole time. No. What? Where was the slant? You got two wide receivers that got good hands, throw yeah. slants. You're going to see Goddard more involved. They well for show. Absolutely, you have to. I, but I don't know how true that is because if you look at the usage of the tight ends in in LA, you know what was what was that about? I mean, they had Gerald Everett. He they're had, not as they're not as talented. Gerald was all right. Gerald Everett, yeah, he had his moments, like for sure. But like, I don't think they were so heavily involved in the tight end. In, in, in the passing game, but yeah. that's based on what I've seen. I've seen guys like Keenan Allen can be successful in Kellen Moore's system. We saw last year. Yeah. So guys like A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, like they're going to feast because I feel like Kellen Moore is going to put Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown into slot. You know, He's going to have them moving. Into the slot. He's going to have them moving in the motion. Like yeah. I think you need to do that to cause mismatches on a defense. And when you do that, you're able to read the defense and see what coverages they're in. So, like, that's the telltale. The Eagles never did that shit. That's what I'm saying. So now we'll have a lot more information pre-snap to allow us to make the decisions during the snap. You know what I mean? Like, that. that, that's that's the breakdown. Speaking of AJ, bro, you know whose name I haven't heard at all? Where's Vrabel? Am I missing something on, dude? He has been quiet as a mouse. I don't know what is going on with him. I don't understand it, bro. I love Mike Vrabel. I love him, too. I, I don't know. I don't understand. I I don't get it. The Seahawks hired Matt McDonald. That was just breaking news. Yeah. The commanders are still open, though. That happened just before we uh, went live. Yeah. Who's open now? The commanders? The commanders are the only team that have uh, a vacancy. (laughs) And I'm I'm shocked by Seattle's, but I understand it. Everybody's going to try to bite off the corner. He's young, too. He's 36 years old. Well, yeah. He he led the number one defense in the league. So, of course... You know, it's enticing. And Seattle was always like a defensive team. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like always kind of, yeah, they always kind of lean towards the defense. So that doesn't surprise me. Um, they probably want to recreate the Legion of Boom and hope to find a Russell Wilson. Yeah. A, a mid round quarterback. With a younger coach to have longevity. They yep. knew Bill Belichick wasn't going to be there for more than five years. So why yeah. go after somebody like they want somebody that could have another Pete Carroll tenure? Yeah. You know, so like I, I, I don't, I don't hate the hire. I actually, I will say that. Like I, I actually think Seattle. Did their homework. Well, I mean, it's weird, though, because Vrabel's out and Belichick's out. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be coaching this year. Both of them. But I'll tell you what. Next year, the pool's going to be open again. It's, it's going, going to be, be crazy. Open. It's going to be crazy. Because now Ben Johnson comes back into the fact. I'll tell you what. If, if the Cowboys don't go to the Super Bowl. McCarthy's going to be available. He's going to be gone. Like, he, like yeah. Bill Belichick will be back in the league. Yeah. And I think, I look, I don't think it's going to be this year, though. No, it's not. He's out this year. I think he's out this year. I think next year is when he could, because I think this gives him a whole year to get his coordinator situation skied out. He's he's a master, dude. I know. I know. I just feel like he didn't get a job this year because I felt like, I I don't know, but I think the year off could be good because he could survey the landscape Correct. and he could figure out like, right. all right, right. But does he have enough self-awareness where he could say like, all right, I got to improve here. I got to improve sure. there. But I'm saying not so much football-wise, but I'm saying in personality-wise. Maybe. And Ryan Clark said this, that society is different. And it is, bro. We always talk about this. It's it's just not what it was. Even And, like, we're not old. We're 30 years old. No, I know. But I'm just saying, 15 years ago, look, that's, that's, a, a, that's a long different. time. But it was a lot different. Like, we were we were sophomores in high school. In terms of, like, what we could say, What you do. could do. Yeah, like, like, just a lot of different I mean, shit. when you go back and you look at stuff we said in the hallways. Oh, dude, I would have I mean, bro, been, you would, would you'd be running down the hallway, yo, faggot. And it's I like, would, now if you say that, bro, the dude's the dude's going to be on depression medication and you're getting sued. Yeah, I'm getting sued. And it's sued. like, that, that was like, that was, that was light from what we used to yeah. say to each other. Oh, my God, that was nothing. But I'm just saying, like, now... That it's not like you can't talk to people like that. Remember, like the, the shit like teachers used to be used to yell at you and yeah. stuff like that when we were growing up. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. That's like, insane. My mom's a teacher, bro. When I would walk in her school, I would hear her yelling from the third floor. Yeah, no, you I know. can't do that go, anymore. Used to get yelled at all the time. So I don't know, but I think the year off for him will be good. No, and I I, t- I totally agree, and I think that's actually going to be beneficial because Bill Belichick, knowing him, he's such a historian in the NFL. He knows his success without Brady. He ain't stupid. Right, he ain't. No, so he's I not. think I think this Calculate. gives him the opportunity to actually say, okay, what spot gives me the best chance? 
who has the best quarterback, who has defensive pieces in place for me to go there and I can build a powerhouse. Give me a couple years of three, four, to three to five year contract and let's go win a bowl. I, I can get these boys up to speed. I can get them to buy into my system. I can get them to do the things that I need them to do, especially offensively, because I think with a year off, he could go pick out his coordinator. He can go pick out the quarterbacks. He can check out the, the free agents, the pending free agents that are coming up in 2025. Like, I feel like he's very calculated in his moves, and I feel like the year off, would actually be beneficial and probably smarter for him in his legacy. And it may actually, it may actually make his, it may make his career last a little longer. Sure. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Totally agree. All right. Last one before we get out of here. Arthur Smith is now the OC for the, uh, the Steelers. What do you think about that? Uh, I actually really like it for the Steelers. Um, I'm kind of like, I, I, I don't love it. Because I was kind of like concerned about the usage of Bijan Robinson in, in Atlanta didn't make didn't make any sense, and I feel like here you might have the same problem um, with Jalen Warren, and then you got Najee Harris. Like I like to see the Steelers give the ball to Warren. I think he's a better running back. Period. I think he makes you know bigger plays. Although Najee Harris was coming on later in the season, but I think Arthur, you know Arthur Smith's inability last year to kind of control that backfield kind of scares me for this role. But, you know, everybody makes mistakes. He was the head coach. Now he could just focus on the offense. I think he could he could really be beneficial for the Steelers. I was confused by it because for me, like Arthur Smith, bruh, you went from a bad situation at quarterback to worse to a worse right, situation right, at quarterback. Right. I didn't even want to mention that. Bro. And with a way worse offensive line. Right. And a bunch of divas. Yeah. Like you had Drake London, Kyle Pitts. They're young players, but they're not divas yet. Right. Pickens and Deontay are, are semi young. They haven't done shit, but their divas are. They don't block for people and shit. And it's like, come on, bro, what are you doing? Because they haven't done anything in the league to be a yeah, diva, Phil. But when I see it, man, I'm just like, I feel bad for Arthur Smith. Sure, because I don't know how that well, situation is going to play out. I don't. I mean, look, yeah, bro, he, he, got a, he, got, he got a job in the NFL. Yeah, I don't feel bad for him. I mean, obviously, he wanted this. I think this was one of the worst jobs in the league to take because of that fucking group. Unless they get a quarterback. Unless they get a quarterback. Unless I, I, check out Russ. <laughs> Hell no, bro. That is the one guy I do not want. I don't give a shit. We, we'll see. He's going to be funny in that locker room. All right, everybody. That concludes 193. We will not be potting next Wednesday. We are going to be doing a Super Bowl special at 10 a.m. Uh, the morning of the Super Bowl with special, desk, with special guest Tom Doherty is returning last year to do pick the correct score. For the Super Bowl, Chiefs 38, Eagles 35. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of prop bets heading your way. So bring your wallet, bring a bag, and listen to us loud and clear. We will give you guys more details on the time. But we will be potting next Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, Niners, Chiefs. So you do not want to miss that. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our content on X, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And we will see you guys next Sunday at PI, baby. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Put a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bet. I vision, y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's Aruba. I realized I had to go.